Ladies and gentlemen, we now have the Sportcast, which is looking at sport podcasts for the younger generation. My name is Chris Harding and my favourite podcast I'd say is the Football Ramble podcast which is a football discussion programme which started off uh, with four guys in their kitchen in when they were at university and has grown to become this uh, huge phenomenon. They do live shows and um, it's, it's, it's been the most listened to football podcast in the UK um, at some point. So when they talk about football rambling, is that does that mean kicking the ball through the countryside? It's basically they take a specific subject and they go wherever they like with it, and with lots of swears and um, potential libels. <laughs> All right. So where did you first hear about this? I think I read about it in a paper that it was that how this this podcast, which it was not professionally made, was being listened to by more people than um, the BBC's official ones and um, it was a bit of a sort of uh, word of mouth phenomenon and, and it's, it's very good they're very good at what they do what do you like about it then? I like the fact it's really irreverent they, they basically they say what real fans say they're not they're not confined by um, presenters on like national radio or the guests on national radio who tend to be ex-footballers with nothing to say these are, they give a genuine voice to the fans and they, they air proper frustrations that normal fans have with them, with the sports, as opposed to anodyne, just nothing to say, comments about, about games. Okay, so why is mainstream sport broadcasting getting so anodyne? I think it's because you, I, I genuinely believe that they don't have uh, pr- proper broadcasters anymore. They, in the old days, you know, I mean, even going back to people like Eamon a- Andrews, who was like a boxing co- um, reporter before he went into This Is Your Life. People, uh, proper wordsmiths were employed by by broadcasting organisations. Now it's almost all ex-players who, yes, they've, they've played the game, they've got the connections, but they're often not not the most interesting people to listen to. Isn't there an element of Coleman balls about this? And you know I'm talking about private eye expression where often you're talking about uh, describing a game of some sort and they say things like, well, actually what we really need to do is win. You know, these kinds of obvious comments that seem to come out a bit too much. Is that is that what you're hearing? Oh, very much so. And, oh, and the money they're being paid as well. It's outrageous. <laughs> why is it by people being paid, you know, into the, the you know six figures for saying stuff which is, you know, basically really obvious? It's, uh, I think it's people um, at a much higher grade, pay grade than myself, um, just being starstruck really, signing up names not because of what they can do but because of what, what their names are really. So. It's about celebrity really rather than any kind of uh, production values or quality or get people being actually gifted at the job. Uh, very much so. Yeah, I'm putting words into your mouth now, aren't I? No, no, right, no. But I, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think um, it's um, it's much more difficult now for um, people to get into um, into sports broadcasting if you've not actually played the game. It seems to be this, this vogue now for. Um, but then again, you do have some um, uh, professional sports people who have who, who have then gone on and actually trained as journalists. And people like Matthew Said, um, he actually played uh, table tennis at the um, at the Olympics or the Commonwealth Games. So, um, you know, who who actually became a journalist rather than just 
got a job just because he'd been at the Olympics. So you're finding people who are actually doing journalism who their real gift is actually kicking a ball? Yeah, but they can only do it for a certain, a certain amount of time and then when they turn 30 they've got, got to find a new job. Uh, you're painting a picture of a world of sport which is almost sort of based on people that aren't really don't have any aptitude for the job and are talking trivia all the time yeah I think that's, <laughs> is, that's a fair assessment it depends where you go I mean there are there are certain um, uh, certain broadcasters and shows which are still still good so what do you get from your podcast that you're not getting in any of these uh, you know the the footballer sports journalists what are you actually getting on in the ramp from the ramblers um, they're fans they're not they're not professional broadcasters there and it's fun and, and it's it's interesting and it's um and they don't just talk about the big teams you know they talk you know they, they and they talk about um, characters one of the um, characters they were obsessed with a guy called um, Gigi Bacali who was um, a he owned a, a football club in Romania but he he was um, pretty racist sexist anti-semitic and you'd never have heard of him but he but they, they kind of really used to really kill him every week and it used to be very very amusing I mean isn't there a certain extent where they're, they're uh, having a go uh, or they're they're encouraging people or they're, they're upping people who are like him who are actually xenophobic racist and they maybe they shouldn't really be getting the airtime. <laughs> I yeah well he ended up in prison so I think it's I, I, I wouldn't worry too much but so no with, what did the podcast have to do with that did they help get him in jail or were they you know because they're putting stuff on the record aren't they that yeah. maybe are, might not otherwise be I think well, he actually he actually got sent to prison for uh, trying to skip the country while he while he was on remand of um so I, I don't actually remember what what he actually went to prison for but um he was, he was an amusing character that they used to um, they used to say what he'd been up to that week. and why sport anyway what's what is the attraction sport I, I, I think sport's just one of those things that I just got into when I was young and um, I've just really really been interested in it do you still actually because there's this whole thing of spectator or player you know where are you on that spectrum oh definitely spectator now I'd love to be doing in fact I, we, we interviewed on a programme the other day um, the men's over 60s walking foot Wales walking football team won the World Cup and it kind of does inspire you a bit that kind of like you know if they can be doing playing football at 60 then kind of I should be out playing more but do you do any sport at all I go to the gym I go to the gym but we've just uh, we've we've, but we've got a one-year-old now so the last year has been difficult so I haven't been able to get to the gym as much as I can So that was the Sportcast, the first edition of many thousands of one of the most famous podcasts in the world.